We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions. And now they want to help you even more. With a Credit Karma money spend account, you can be rewarded for good money habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot and your Instant Karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Open your FDIC-insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft fees, and free withdrawals from a network of over 50,000 ATMs. And when you make a purchase between June 8th and June 30th, you'll automatically be entered to win $1 million. Right now, visit creditkarma.com backslash win money to open your free account and start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com backslash win money to sign up for free and start winning. That's creditkarma.com slash win money. Instant karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. See rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Incorporated. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. There it is. There it is. What's popping? Are we back? Pop What's popping? We're back. We're finally back. How long has it been? Like eight years? Yeah, I least. think I think four weeks. Has it actually? At least three, maybe four. That's that's actually crazy. That's so long. Wait, for yeah. real? Oh my! It's been a while. Yeah. I feel like I blink and like a week goes by though. I, know. I don't know. It's like I was, I was surprised. I forgot it was Monday. Like today. Like this morning. Dude. I got up. All right, like on stream, I was doing my thing. I was like, "Holy shit!" We <laughs> you got see a that one? You see that one Discord <laughs> yeah, message, and, yeah. and we're all just like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, yeah. That's literally how I know every week. Every messages is like, "I'm like, wow, it's Monday already." <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what? <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. It's crazy, crazy. Yeah, it's been a while. Uh, we're on episode ten of the Biz. Good to see you all. Sorry we've been gone. 
Uh, I haven't really been feeling too good, so we've kind of just postponed the shows. I'm still not really feeling that great, so this episode, uh, Rizzo and Chad are going to kind of take over a little bit more. Uh, I'm going to be kind of just chilling, listening. I'll chime in, you know, when I can. Uh, but, you know, the boys, the boys got it covered. You know, the boys are the goats. You know, the brotherhood unites. We mounted each other the other day. It was nice. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. All right. Yeah, I mean, you might need to give context. Yeah, no, no, no context. Let's leave it, leave it, leave it for the people. Leave it for the people to figure it out. Just big swinging wieners. <laughs> it's all oh, over man. each other. All right. Uh, well, topic number one. I'm sure Rizzo is very excited to talk about. He's been playing a ton of Rust lately. Uh, I'm sure many people have seen on Twitch as well. Rust has been growing a lot. Uh, and you know, it's nice to see, I, I, I feel like I, I always kind of play the games that pop off when I'm not pro anymore or not playing anymore. So that's kind of unfortunate, but you know, that's not the point. The point is Rust and Rock League both popped off. Uh, it seems like me and Rizzo just pick, pick the good sauce every time and, you know, go ahead and go on to the topic Rizzo, uh, you know, give us your take on Rust. How is it learning Rust as a new player playing on the OTV server, you know, all that stuff. All right. All right. Hey, let me, let me dive deep right into this real quick. No, so I had experience in Rust basically from playing with you, and I basically just let you do everything or whoever we were with. I think you probably had the most hours, or James, 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 would just yeah. carry as well. So mm-hmm. like, I would play, and I'd be like, oh, okay, like I understand this. But when I actually like, because I was in a team, but I was kind of still doing stuff by myself, I realized how much like I either didn't know or I just wasn't doing when we actually did play. Like <laughs> I, I was absolutely useless. For the squad when we were playing I did Sis that. just make you like do all the like the the slave labor like go collect resources like, just go <laughs> chop trees riz are you chop trees was that your Wait, role what is it there's like the house something but house there's the housewife i don't know <laughs> yeah something like that house homie no i mean usually they're just called the farmer the farmer yeah the farmer um but yeah, i mean that was like I mean, yeah, when I play with Sis, I was basically, or we would just go out with guns and then I would die. But <laughs> that was my experience. But it was uh, that compared to the OTV server, it was like, it was half RP. So like the southern side of the map was more role play. So it's like really don't kill people on site. And then there was um, launch site, which was like the main, everybody built around launch site. And like, if you were in that area, it was like KOS. But a lot mm-hmm. of people still didn't do it. Because they would just either one, they would feel bad or they just know, you know, it's not like super sweaty unless it was like there were certain people who were at war with each other and they were like, okay, if I see you, I'm killing you on site. So like people would run around like naked instead or they just wouldn't wear anything and they would try to avoid the confrontation so they wouldn't wear like guns on their back and they they would be good for the most part unless there was like a big fight going on. Then like everybody died. It didn't matter who you were. It was just instant. Everybody was getting shot. Yeah, I mean, when clans are getting raided and stuff, it's like just expected people are going to be fighting anyone. Uh, it, it's kind of funny because, uh, like, it, I, I like how both servers both died PvP-wise around the same time. Uh, like, you weren't playing in the Rocket League server, but it was just really funny because it went to it turned into pure chaos. Like, there was no stopping it. <laughs> and that also happened in the OTV server. Like, they were just... I, I, the main complaint, though, the difference, I think, is, like, the OTV server, everyone was streaming. The Rocket League server, everyone just kind of learning the game. Not many people were streaming. There was a couple people streaming. But the OTV server, I saw like the biggest issues were like the newer people that were coming to the server and trying to like just basically, uh, you know, I, I think like one of the main people, his name was like Suspect or something. He he like joined the server late and he was playing Rust normally. But the problem was like, you know, the creators were playing for like three days in advance prepping for a raid and stuff. And he just comes in last second and like half the raid gets ruined and stuff. So they were butthurt about that. 
Rock League wise, the other people were butthurt because they got raided too early or they just got absolutely destroyed too fast. And it was just like, it was just funny seeing both servers PvP wise go to absolute chaos at the literally the same day. We both wiped on the same day. It was the seventh, I believe. Yeah, the seventh. And um, both servers just in four days completely turned to shit. It was so funny. Well, the the OTV server didn't really wipe. It was a two week wipe. So I think the R R one was a one week wipe. It was like a week um, and a half. We made it. We 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 were gonna do two weeks, but then it died too fast. Anyway. Yeah. So the yeah the OTV one was two weeks as well. Um, but it, it legit just died. And what people were doing is they were just like messaging in the Discord, and be like, "Hey, we're gonna drive around and just mess around." Like you're not supposed to do that, but obviously it was dead. So they're just like trying to yeah. get people into into it again, just to join and like you know mess around in RP a little bit, but. It was dead. The RP side of the server was really cool, though. Like there was, um, mm-hmm. there was a bunch of stuff that I saw maybe through like Twitch clips, uh, but I didn't get to experience it. There was this art museum, and there was like an eighteen plus section in the art museum, <laughs> and it was, it was hilarious. Like if you can find Twitch clips of it, there were a bunch of people who went to it. But anytime I was playing, uh, those guys weren't online. Um, uh, so you never so actually yeah. got to go in? No, I never got to go in. I only oh, saw man. clips of it, and I, I know it was <laughs> hilarious. Uh, the RP in the Rockley server was pretty cool, except, well, the thing is, in the Rust server, I think a lot of people kind of took it, like, more seriously, like, they watched videos on how to do electricity, and, like, everyone kind of learned, uh, different ways to RP, and, like, there were actual people from Rust who RP that were playing, uh, in the Rockley server, I, I think I was, like, the only one to actually do some, like, crazy stuff, like, I made, I don't know if you saw the haunted house I made, um, but I, I didn't I, see that, I, I heard John, about it, yeah, I, I, John actually streamed it and went through it, it took him an hour to beat it, um, and really yeah he died like 10 times on the way but he and <laughs> you know what's crazy is the, the the ending is where everyone dies uh john died every part before the ending and and when he finally got to the ending he actually beat it on his first try and he was the only person in the entire server to actually beat it on his first try really yeah he was the only person every <laughs> single other person died and and i was like mind blown i i couldn't i didn't even do it on my first try so it was like a death run type thing? It was a death run, yeah. It was basically a death run. Uh, I just went like really ham with electricity and stuff. And like I, I think I spent like 16 hours building it. Um, and like I, the electricity in the back end, like I showed John and everything on the stream. And it was like ridiculous how much... Uh, it, it, the server lags when you actually get near the, the, the building because of how much electricity is going on. Jeez. God. Yeah, it was well, I mean, that's all, you, all you've been doing is like grind and the rest. I mean, you were doing that before these yeah. servers popped up. Yeah. But now that these servers started, man, you've been going to ham. I love going it, to dude. bed at like seven a.m. because you've just been resting all night. Dude. <laughs> I love it, rested. dude. Uh, and I, it was just like role playing too. Like I'm just sitting there, like literally talking with like a. I had the ghost uh, voice changer on, and I'm sitting there talking with it, acting like a ghost for like ten hours. And I'm like, bro, what am I doing with my life? <laughs> <laughs> Building oh. on it, I was acting like a ghost. Yeah, it was so funny, man. Jeez. It was so funny. So what, like, what even happened? I know there's a ton of drama, like, with these Rust servers. And I saw, like, a bunch of the big streamers in the OTV server more so. I don't think the Rock League one had, like, nearly as much drama. I know there's, like, a it little bit. It had a lot of drama, honestly. Did it? Really? Yeah. Oh, my. Oh, mainly wow. mainly between the Jeez. EU. Okay, I'll give a quick rundown, that way, and then you can go on to the OTV drama. Mm-hmm. Basically, okay. there was EU and NA Rust players, okay? Both of which don't really know how to play, except for the EU players kind of have played more um all all the e all the eu players uh kind of were experienced so like a couple of the na groups brought in like some rush try hard friends to help carry them 
And then that group raided the EU people and they got wiped in like seven minutes. Their whole base was gone. And they were like complaining, saying like they had more people and stuff like this. You know, and and, and eventually it was like EU versus NA hating each other. And uh, it, it came to the point where like they everyone just started offline raiding each other and like hating each other. And people were talking <laughs> shit in chat and in Discord saying like you're like people were talking shit about people's Rocket League careers saying like <laughs> like they were getting deep. They were talking about people they lost to and like how you're not going to go anywhere, how you're going to stay irrelevant. It was so fucking fun. I loved it. I loved it. it, it EU, oh, versus NA, you did. EU versus NA rivalry was just endless. It was just it was fantastic. But anyway, now, now that's that kind of summarizes uh, the Rust thing, it, it, or Rocket League Rust. It was just mainly EU versus NA hating each other. And then OTE was different. It was like streamers. Yeah, so like, <laughs> oh, you go. Well, so what was the drama? You probably could explain this a little more, Dylan, because I know you've been playing the OTV server. I just like, I saw a bunch of like bigger streamers, like po like mainly on Twitter, just posting like super weird, like, complaining tweets that kind of just seemed like they were like being babies because they were worse at the game than somebody else i don't yeah, really so understand it i'll be honest i think it was mainly because so there were two servers there was a pure rp server mm -hmm. um and then there was a more pvp focused server but the idea was that it's still rp but uh, you know, just keep in mind other content creators are trying to make their own content. Like, don't sacrifice other content creators' content for the sake of your own was, like, the main thing. Yeah. And I think the problem with that is because it's such a, like, a black and white rule. Or it's not a black and white rule. So it's hard for people to gauge in certain situations. Like, what you're doing might be wrong. Um, and something has to, like, happen to initiate something. So the what a few people did, like I said, is some some teams were, like, kill on site with each other. Or, like, uh, I think it was, like, XQC versus Myth. Like, they XQC had a team other, yeah. and Myth had a team. Yeah, in the, well, yeah, in the server. And so they would just kill each other nonstop. But, like, if I was running by, and this didn't happen to me, but I'm sure other people, for sure, people were killed on site. So they would be running by the base, and they would think, oh, it's one of them. So they'd shoot them and be like, oh, why'd you shoot me? And stuff like that. <laughs> so stuff like that would happen constantly. Um, and then also with other people like it was a pvp server but again you're not supposed to just kill people on site so mm -hmm. there is this uh specific one with train wrecks and sir winter yeah where, that yeah okay, where, really quick I, if people haven't seen that clip you really should watch it because train wreck <laughs> ranting about it was probably one of the funniest clips i've seen it, i was dying <laughs> dude it was pretty funny but the problem was is a lot of the, the people all of the content creators were really new really new to rust like uh, under 100 hours like me i hopped into that server with like 30 hours in rust like that's it mm -hmm. and by the end of it i had like 80 so sir winter <laughs> and like some of these other like quote-unquote pro rust players have like yeah. 5 to 10k hours and mm -hmm. so when you see one of those players like sitting in a bush or something and then um he ends up killing somebody like that just like uh, you know cold blood or whatever he just kills him and then takes his loot it's like well you're really good at the game and train has like 50 hours and so like it's kind of this weird thing where like you know it's I like got a bullied yeah, yeah but at the same time it's like why are you hiding in a bush and it's like it's not you're not supposed to do that and then yeah. it's like, like like i said the like rules not, are not black right. and white like you're so not it's supposed not like, to do that but unless they like <laughs> quite literally because i mean look at any other video game that has had like an rp server there's always like pages of rules you have to like yeah. read and yeah. remember and like abide by while you're playing and otherwise like admins will come through and like fuck your shit up yep but i yeah. mean like man that just sounds like they're being a little bit like, okay 
kind of being a little bit, little bit more context though. It was at Trainwreck's house, so he was basically door camping Trainwreck's. At, okay. At, it was like it was like ten feet away from his base, and he was like in a bush waiting for him. So that is scummy. It's like it would be different. Yeah, maybe I didn't if it know was that. like, yeah, if it was like somewhere like in the ra- random part, and he like heard him running up, and he wanted to fight. That's a different situation. Yeah. But like door camping a new player in a bush outside of his base when he's trying to learn the game, that's just like scummy. Especially when Sir Winter has like one point two mil subs on YouTube. He plays the game like ten thousand hours. Like he knows the game. Yeah, that, that's that definitely was a little maybe. Shady. Those people's like main complaint is that like a lot of these Rust pros they have so many hours and like there are people like uh like Blueprint and he was both those guys are really good at uh yeah Age June more so went to the RP server though but oh, really Blueprint yeah Age was like on and off back and forth but he was mainly mm-hmm. RPing in both servers yeah but like Blueprint was PVPing but he was doing it in a way that like he was only like PVPing at like launch site from what I know from yeah. what I could tell at least he was PVPing at like launch site. Which was like 100% KOS. Like you could tell if you just ran over there, it's just shots nonstop. Yeah. And then um, he was basically like trying to just mentor XQC in a way of like, okay, now we need to get this because to move to the next step, like from the very beginning of like Rust, mm-hmm. where you start, it's like, this is what we need to do. And then we're going to build here or whatever. We're going to get these cards and go to oil rig and stuff like that. And the, he right. was like basically, basically backseating him for progression, right? Mm-hmm. To like just lead him and then and then he was pvping with them of course like they were going on raids and stuff mm-hmm. so like that was the difference and then in that so like that one was like fine and then there was a more drama with um his name was like blood dragon or something and people memed on him because he played uh like four by three res so he played like stretched res mm-hmm. so it's like he was a hardcore sweat with like 7k 8k hours or whatever and mm-hmm. then he ended up um his chat uh ended up telling him like oh maybe uh or you're getting raided you're getting raided and like the next message was like maybe you should go check on the helicopter and so he reads that message he's like oh i'll go check on the helicopter and then he goes up to the roof and he goes looks up and then for some reason he looks over the wall and then he's like oh we're getting raided you know just like (laughs) so he 100 like metagamed it and then it was just like man well it's like because the these guys spent so long getting uh materials i said matt's like fortnite getting materials to uh like raid the base and then right. it's just like it gets metagamed instantly and it just absolutely killed all the content and like the the build-up to that raid yeah and so that was another like drama thing or just what people complained about yeah i mean how do you deal with that though as like the streamer like like you read that shit in chat you know you're getting raided so you just sit there and like pretend like oh no like i'm not getting raided i'm just gonna sit here in my base and not fight back like how do you really deal with that like yeah that, yeah. that is true. as the person that's being fed this like meta information you know what i mean because like i mean yeah like it kind of sucks but like it's either like everyone should be required like emote only or like whatever it is otherwise like i mean it's gonna happen like the the meta shit's going to happen especially with everyone being a streamer and a content creator with the chat with people bouncing around to each of them like it's just gonna happen so yeah, yeah. How, how do you deal with that it is hard to deal even even emo only there's a raid emo you could just spam raid emo oh, yeah the the thing, oh like, yeah there is a raid emo. like these dudes in the chat are getting creative bro yeah like it, you know I literally saw a streamer that had emo only on. And he just it was like meta game anyway because everyone was just spamming raid. It's like there's only there's no way out of it. You just have to not read chat. It's like it's so hard to not meta game. You're just given info from all these like little fucking ten year olds in chat that think they're funny. Is there's nothing you can do about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. With that though, it's like <coughs> with with the meta gaming and um. 
Oh, I, I actually completely forgot where I was going with that. Not gonna lie. Some about dealing with metagaming or like using information or like ignoring information, maybe like oh, trying to play oh, it off. I, I got, okay, I get where I was going. I got it now. Thank you. Yeah. So they would use use the information to like. Okay, so they everybody wanted a raid to happen because it was like this big war between Myth and XQC. And they wanted the raid, like the viewers wanted it, the creators wanted it, but using the info from the chat, like stopping it, that was what was just like, oh man, because now everybody, if they felt like they wasted their time, because this was like three days building up anticipation to like this mm-hmm. finally happening, mm-hmm. like everybody grinding and like the, you know, all the, all the PvP that they did, the shit talk, everything. And then so it's like one metagame from one guy and then actually acting on it was just like, such like a buzzkill, because like an X... Myth was getting like 20k, 30k viewers at the time. X was getting like 120k. Yeah. It's like all these people too were like waiting on this buildup, and then it was just so unfortunate that that's how it ended up happening. And then like nothing happened on the server basically after that. And like eventually people got like offline raided, where it was like you had to have ha- uh, half your team on, but then there was a team that with like two of six people on, and they were like, oh, we thought like half your team was on, so it was like an offline raid technically, and it was just like weird, like. It was all the rules that were a little weird, but then also, yeah, uh, it's like, it's all, it's weird when it's all a judgment call for like 150, 200 people, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just, it's just not going to work a lot of times. So yeah, that's it needs why to be I like think, concrete rules in place, otherwise yeah. everyone's going to like interpret the guidelines differently and it's just going to be a bunch of people arguing and drama. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and that's, that's what happens. That's what Twitch lives for, baby, the drama. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, dude, so, I, the, RP, the RP server looked really cool because it was. There, was I don't think there was any drama, but dude, I, I mean that winter guy like door camp and train wrecks is definitely like kind of that's kind of toxic, dude. That's yeah. like not super cool of him to do, but also like you said, this man's got over like ten thousand hours, bro. Maybe he's just trying to provide the authentic Rust experience because that's what he said. I'm that's sure what he said. He's been door camp. <laughs> millions yep, of times bro yep. <laughs> like, guess what it happens and you get fucked yeah like you pick yourself back up and start over baby it's rust yeah yeah like, that's, that's, that's what that's, a bunch that's of people the complaint that people were saying is like if you want a door cam just go to a real rust server that's what people were saying exactly that was, like, that was always the counter argument is to, to that is like just go to a real rust server because yeah. what this server is like the safe space for, safe, yeah exactly for it's a little of, yeah. safe haven to get for along and have yeah. a good time yeah i feel it yeah, they they would say go to a real Rust server, and then uh, people would be like, "Well, this isn't a normal Rust server, or something like that." Yeah, yeah. The RP was really fun though, <laughs> even even in the Rock League server. I I I, I was like PVPing for like the first two days, and then I, what happened with me? Okay, so what happened with our server is I I didn't attend to the base. I like left it for Garrett and like Reddles and Phil and them and Avery. Like they're all new players, so they were all kind of just using the base I made for them. And, um, like, I was just RPing. I left. And then they they didn't know about, like, decay. So they didn't refill the, the <laughs> tool cupboard with stone. So the yeah. whole – there was sh- enough sheet metal to last for, like, three days. But the, the top decayed, and they didn't close doors because it's like they're not expecting to get offline raided. So this was a big drama central point because they were all really mad. Um, and what happened was – they left the doors open and another team flew in on a heli or something and just took all the loot from inside the base because the doors were open. Uh, and so that is that was like basically an offline raid. And they were complaining and I was like, I, was like, I don't know what to do. I, I was like having to like deal with both groups because like they were pissed, but they the other group wouldn't give them their loot back. Avery and them were asking like, can we just have the loot back because the doors were open? They wouldn't give it to them back. So instead, 
They, the whole entirety of like five groups teamed up and raided that group that stole from Avery and them. Literally <laughs> 20 plus people <laughs> offline raided them. Just the, the, I swear every person that wanted a piece of that pe- that person's base just went and raided them because they hated that group. It was it was honestly so funny to see that many people conjoined together for s- such hatred toward one EU group. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious, dude. Yeah, it was funny. It was funny. As the admin, isn't that your like role to stop? Well, that? yeah, it was my role to stop it, but I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I'm I'm done with the server. I've been like RPing. That. I was like, you know what's you know what's funny is they didn't know how to fly, so I came in and I flew the scrap heli for them to land them to do the raid. <laughs> Sis is like, man, that was my biggest too, motherfucker. Yeah. Sis is the worst admin ever. Oh, hell yeah. It's like, okay, but listen, at this point, the server was like dead, so it was like, fuck it, you know? It was like, it, yeah, yeah. It was like, you know what? I'll let it, I'll let it happen. Go out with the bang. Anyway, I was like, yeah, yeah, fuck it, dude. Just, you know, go get your revenge. 20 plus, it was like turbo and like, like Kate and like 20 different people that don't even know how to play the game just all shot rockets at this person's base because they don't want to, they don't want to fuck <laughs> it. They don't want them on the server. <laughs> It was oh, so uh, funny, man. It was so funny. I mean, that probably helped, like, bring unity amongst, like, the entire server pretty it much. Did, it did. <laughs> like, everyone, everyone, everyone became friends. There was some drama, but now everyone's just, like, <laughs> real cool with each other. They all just went for one base together. Yeah, every, everyone became friends after that. It was really funny. And it was just that group that was pissed. They left the server, and uh, and that's it. It was the end of the day. And But now they're back on the server. We just wiped today, actually. So everyone's playing again now. Nice. <coughs> and that's rust that's a circle of rust right there that is a circle oh, yeah. of rust that is a circle of oh, rust yeah. um yeah that's kind of all of it uh, the only other thing i have written here is like the drops of how how uh how crazy it's been growing and like i i don't know if you saw but soda's drops got removed because he just said he didn't want to play the game anymore so they mm-hmm. added it like publicly to anyone uh that just watches rust streams now so you can get soda's drops if you guys were looking for those I oh, did it's get not, like individual to him anymore. Yeah, it's not. It's they changed it to Nebula instead of Soda. <clears throat> wow. Yeah. Interesting. They changed the name, but I mean, it, it, Soda asked for it though. So. <clears throat> and then like yeah, he said he wasn't. Removed. You know, he said yeah. he wasn't like really like he likes Rust and it's cool and everything, but it's just not like his thing yeah. to stream, and he hasn't been streaming it. So like people can't get the drops if he's not streaming it. You know what I mean? Because yeah. they're exclusive to his channel. So then they just added it to every channel. You could get that same drop that they renamed on whatever channel. Gotcha. Yeah, I summarize it. It's still like his skin, like it still has like his face or logo or whatever. I no, I think they removed it and just kept the colors. Did they just change it completely? It's the same thing, but they they kept the colors, they just removed the logo, I think. Oh, uh, okay. Um yeah, the XQC AK was sick. I was happy I got that. Um and then I don't think I got the shroud or the Lug- Ludwig stuff, but I mean I got the AK, which is cool. Anyway, but yeah, rust drops. I just want to say that they're uh, it's it. They're probably a reason the game has been growing so much. I I actually played like a real wipe after the RL rust server died. I played for like four days. I just did like my solo wipe that I usually just do randomly, and there were so many new players. Like you could just tell, like every person was new. I, I like I would kill people, and then like I I would just feel bad because they would just say they're new to the game, and I would just like pick them back up because it's like. It, it, and there's it, the, and the influx of players all trying to learn the game right now and just getting demolished in public servers is <laughs> so high. It, it's it's not even funny. It's so bad for all those new players. But I don't know. There's, streamer someone effect. should make. Yeah, exactly. Someone should make like some sort of beginner friendly server for all these new players or something. I don't know. <clears throat> all right. Well, that kind of covers Rust. Um, the next subject we have is uh, content creators versus pros. 
Uh, this is kind of just like a general subject. Not going to cover it, I think, too long. We're just going to kind of talk briefly over it. Uh, Pertaining recently, to Rocket League. Yeah, this is back on Rocket League, exactly. Um, so there's a graphic that uh, I can't really pull up on the stream right now, but basically uh, on the Reddit, there was a post um, showing the top 20 most visited Rocket League player pages in 2020. And um, this kind of shows the impact of content creators a lot because it's like, just looking at this list, you have Rizzo. I mean, Rizzo's a pro. Never mind. Rizzo's a pro, so that still makes sense. Uh, Lethemir, uh, Jazer, uh, and just me. Is that it? I thought that was oh Crow. Oh Crow still Crow just retired, so that's different. Ocala doesn't even doesn't even play in NA or anything. Doesn't even have a region technically, like official region, and he's still number fifteen. Um, and Ocala's literally name isn't put out like solely by Johnny Boy. It feels like. Um, but yeah, so like I, I'm on the list this is, too this somehow. Is which the is top crazy. twenty? Did you say that right? Yeah, yeah, you top twenty. That, yeah. yeah, so Flakes is on there too. Just want to point that out. Oh, is, is Flakes not playing anymore? He's is he still yeah. on the team? Oh, uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, anyway, basically, uh, the the importance of this list is that content creators have such a huge impact on on. Uh, on Liquipedia pages and on the new players trying to like, you know, search up the background of some of these people, you know, obviously Lethemir, me, um, Crow, Khaled, Flakes, we all have backgrounds in, uh, in pro play and, you know, people see our YouTubes, they, they let's look us up and like, it's, it's funny because on this list, Sypical isn't even on this list. And in my opinion, Sypical is probably top three in North America. And that's like mind boggling to me that a player of that caliber isn't even visited on the top 20 most pages and somehow I am. Um, so, I don't know. It just kind of shows how Rocket League content creation has grown so much. Even Musty. Like, I, I feel like Musty probably would be on this list if he had a Liquipedia page. Oh, 100%. Um, yeah, like, like, I feel like, like, Musty, I feel like legit people, okay, like, I'm, this is no discredit to Musty. Musty's a great player, but I'm saying, like, people literally would think Musty could, like, beat pros. Like, that's, like, the mindset of some of the, um, like the YouTube uh, fan base is like they, they, they see a creator and they automatically put them on par with a pro, even though it's such a big difference. Like there's the, the different, the caliber of, of play between a high serious pressure threes, max pace intensity with, with game five or anything, whatever's on the line versus just like going into ranked and like freestyling mm -hmm. is completely different. Like you could show off mechanics as much as you want. It doesn't even matter. Like that's why yeah. Rizzo, that's like Rizzo. You're like a perfect example. I always give people, of like consistency in RLCS. You don't have like crazy mechanics or anything, but you're probably one of the most consistent people when it comes to rotations. You're smart at the game and you just know how to play no matter what the meta is changing toward. Like you adapt to demos. You didn't use to demo as much before. Now you're probably one of the most demoers in North America. You adapted. <laughs> no, no way you can say that with SSG. Right? <laughs> you dare no, 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 no. no. Like I, I will say SSG does it more than you, but I will say you probably are like the level of arsenal <laughs> with how much you demo. When you play SSG, it's legit a 2v2 because one yeah. person is getting chased the entire game. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, yeah, it's just, it's just, uh, it's pretty interesting to see that. Um, like, I, I, I mean, I, I think, like, especially with Rocket League, being like a casual sort of viewer or, or a fan of, of one of these content creators, especially when we're talking about someone like Musty, who, who is pretty mechanically inclined in the game. Like, he's, he practices a lot. And he does, like, flashy stuff a lot. He's right? got a lot better. It's, it's, like, yeah. it's, just like, it's just like how it was with Jazer, like, back, back in, like, the early days, right? Mm -hmm. Like, he, he was freestyling, and everyone was like, this is, like, the peak of Rocket League ability. So, like, he must be able to beat all the pros. He must be better than the pros. 
and it's hard to see that sort of uh difference at that that higher like skill level if you're just a casual viewer casual player you're not super invested you're not even like you know getting up to even close to that level you're not going to be able to to understand the differences in like the decision making the play style like whatever it is right you're not gonna you're just not gonna see that yeah no for sure I, it's uh like, I don't know. I, I still like, like, Musty's a good example of someone that I feel like Musty actually could probably, like, potentially go pro if he seriously wanted to. I think he himself knows it's stupid to try to because it's, like, just a waste of time with how much he's been growing. Um, yeah. But, like, if he wanted to, I feel like if he put if he put together a team and, like, grinded for, like, a year, he probably could reach, like, pro level and just, like, actually uh, compete. But, again, I don't feel like he would want to. But, yeah, that's just what I'm assuming. No, I mean a lot of pros, <laughs> not even just specifically talking about Rocket League, in general, like people retire to do content creation because it's just like a way better opportunity for them and their career and their future, you know what I mean? Yeah. I feel that. Yeah, um and I, I was just like kind of distracted because reading chat. Someone said, Would you give up the energy stuff about the musty? Actually, we talked about this because uh like we're like actually thinking about this just because I think it's like better in general. Because one I'm West you Coast. You don't play the game? I, well, exactly. One, I'm West Coast. Two, I don't play the game. Three, my fingers are like broken. I'm literally dying of old age. Old Must, man hands, Literally baby. old man oh, hands, dude. Welcome to my world, boy. I'm literally dying. So honestly, getting Musty as a sub, we've literally considered it. I was, I was literally like, we were actually talking about getting him as a sub. So I don't know. It might happen. We'll see. Um, that might be a play, dude. Yeah, yeah it might be. be honestly, be solid content for him. <laughs> uh, after you just like trashed his ability, you're like, yeah, but we might put him on the sub. No, I didn't listen. Know? I'm not trash. I <laughs> yeah, said I'm not trashing his ability. You absolutely. I mean, they did it. Him. They listen, did it with Jazer, and it, it it didn't it didn't turn out too bad. So okay, here, here's a realistic thing. When in what situation are you gonna bring in a sub in a serious scenario? Where you like need to win, and you you like you're you're gonna need like a actual good sub. It's like most of the time, I've never even subbed once for NRG. There's not there's never been a need to. So it's like you can just be the sub. It doesn't even matter. Like for any team, I feel like. When was the last time? Bro. Did you guys ever even use Mile Rizzo? What about what about over Bro. zero the God sub? Okay, that's season one. That's not the even cool. God, that's no. different. No, the that's God different. See <laughs> the goats. What the goats? Bro, Rocket Jesus, have you, you heard of that? Him? You remember that? Yeah, Bro. I mean, I mean, subs. I, like, when was the last time uh, someone has actually used a sub in Rocket League? I really don't remember. Was it like I feel like it was Fireburner, like against Sonics, like three years ago, two years ago, on like when when he was on C nine. People like uh, sometimes like I think uh, Alpine used one recently. They used Creams pretty recently, but I don't even remember what it was for. It could have oh, been oh, for he, like he de- yeah the internet DC. That's like once a yeah issue. okay yeah yeah internet DCs. But, like, I feel like in, in big tournaments, like, obviously in the future, it's going to be land, so it's going to be completely different. So there's not going to be ever a need for a sub on a land. But, um, well, I mean, I, I feel like there really wouldn't be, honestly. I, I, I can't mean, there imagine. Could be like, there could be, like, some sort of, like, travel issues or, like, I mean, oh, that's we're, talk- true. we're talking about, like, you know, like they, like, they literally cannot come, like, a visa issue, like, whatever it is, mm-hmm. right? Like, there could be something like that. But we're also talking about some uncoordinated unathletic gamer boys dude this dude could trip trip on his leg down to the event in the elevator and break his hand dog like it's gone he's done oh, done shit. for the season you know what i mean like you never know what could happen okay yeah that, in, in, a, in a very boys. rare scenario yes that that could happen that could happen but at that point i feel like the team the team would get absolutely boomed because they, i feel like if you don't practice with with the same team 
then you just bring in a random sub it's gonna be so bad like you need to get accustomed to the environment of scrimming and the environment of rotating with that team because every team rotates differently and is different speed and different pace and if you're just throwing someone into the fucking hell zone on a land after someone just breaks their hand that team's gonna lose anyway it's like fuck it you don't need for a sub <laughs> yeah somebody else mentioned that uh tristan was actually a sub which i don't think was i don't think it was more than a year ago it, it was definitely like three to six months ago where he actually switched really? to the the team yeah who did he say do you know it was it was hawkser ajax and wanda mike and then Hawkser got oh yeah put to the that, bench this was like a really big drama situation i remember this this is uh i think i yeah, think like, like there that. was yeah there was and some then, issue yeah there's another thing chrome played for ssg but that was in the uh i don't i can never remember the name it's the for fun tourney oh i played in that one too that was that was just like a joke tourney no no no, no. it's like uh, the one with the chicken the trophy or something the duck trophy what is that yep what yeah bts that one what, he played in bts yeah he played in bts really isn't that a k-pop group no <laughs> i mean i mean yeah but dude i stand i don't know how about you guys uh Reddles had school alpha saying yeah, but you still used a sub. That's the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, BTS. Uh, I mean, even we declined the next BTS invite because it, we didn't want to play in it because it was so unimportant. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess I mean, Are like you once saying, again, wait, you said the next one. Like you, you know, there's a next one. I didn't even know. Uh, I'm. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure there's gonna be a next one. We declined it. Um, oh. Or maybe yeah. this was... Oh, no. No, this was the most recent one we declined. No, oh, Gold Rush. Sorry, we declined Gold Rush, not BTS. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. We declined Gold Rush because it was, like, unimportant. And it was, like, the same prize pool as BTS. So. Gotcha. You know what's funny is for BTS, I didn't even, I didn't even know what was happening until they announced teams because uh, Jaws are just new to cancel. <laughs> 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 to be fair, though, to be fair, we were traveling at the time, so we were all, like, going, visiting home and stuff, so... Well, I feel like we kind of briefly touched on that. Not really much else to say. You know, shout out all the content creators. You know, I appreciate you guys. Keep uh, keep grinding, helping the game grow. Keeping Rocket League grow. alive. Yeah, dude, for real. Rocket League is literally growing because of these content creators. And then the eSport. I feel like the eSport has been doing well. I want it to grow more, but I think we need land until it does. Um, but it's been growing yeah. at a pretty good rate. Yo, right you know what they need? Anytime the views start dropping, they just need to add a new drop. Just a new, oh. just a new in-game drop for the stream, and then boom, instant 100k viewers. Dude, they could literally do the rush strat and just give out drops for watching people's streams. Oh my god, could that's you a imagine crazy, that? That's a crazy Whoa. idea that I've never mentioned to them. That's Whoa. weird. Could you imagine giving streamers the ability to stream with drops that <laughs> relates to their branding because they play your game seven thousand fucking hours a day? Oh. <laughs> that's weird. That that's you crazy. That. That PUBG, really uh, crazy. PUBG, hello. Yo, PUBG. PUBG, PUBG yo, PUBG Shroud is not the only streamer. PUBG, please. <laughs> Shroud is not the only streamer. Yo, I gotta say, help. I think this is the first time we've seen this with drops, though. With Rust, is, is the um like a, amount of hours you have to watch? It was it was always random yeah. in every other yeah. like instance of of drops, right, on a channel. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty interesting too, because it's like. They're just they're just forcing that retention now. It's you know nice. what I mean? Like you gotta sit in there. You have to sit in there. No, but, but not only that, too, you, you, you have to like, claim it. Like, Otherwise, you won't get the next drop. So you have to claim it, and then you have to. Oh, yeah, dude. They're that really would be like, They should have done that for the Rocket League flags. 
the flags they give to creators. They should be like, oh, if you yeah. want people to get it, you have to stream oh, yeah. our game. <laughs> Could to you be fair, that would, that? that would suck. That would suck for some people, but for people who like uh, like Athena and Musty who already stream, it's like fine. But Sunless would be like, I have to stream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sunless some, some would probably hate it. It just depends yeah. on the person. But I mean, but they, they, would, like they would get videos. so much viewership because of that. Oh yeah, Rocket League Twitch would blow up so much off of drops. It, we would like ascend into the top, like the first row category on Twitch easily yeah oh yeah so so quickly too mm-hmm. I, I i don't know i really want them to to just give drops to creators or players or something mm-hmm. they should they should like dedicate something they do it for grid <laughs> so that's cool I'm, I'm glad they did that i think right i'm pretty sure they still give yeah, drops yeah. for grid drops are for grid i don't know if it's only playoffs but i know drops are for grid drops are so such like a it's such a it's dumb so smart, thing on how, how much that boosts viewership. <laughs> it is so dumb how much that helps, but it it, it seems they, like people so easy. love free shit, dog. Yeah. People stand in line for some free shit all day, baby, all day. That's crazy because I've gone to IHOP before on International Pancake oh, Day. Yes, you did. Multiple years. Yes, Multiple you years. did. Yep. Oh. Or 7-Eleven. 7-Eleven on 7-Eleven. Free Slurpee Day? Free Slurpee, baby. You cannot beat free stuff, dude. Free stuff is just the best, man. Free stuff stays undefeated. Undefeated. You know what's crazy? I I think literally on 7-Eleven, it's like proven like 7-Eleven makes more money because... People they come in to buy us. They come in to get a free slurpee, but they always leave with something else, like whether it's candy, like cigarettes, beer, uh, whatever it is that anyone's coming in for. They always will leave with something else other than because they're not going to go to summer for a slurpee. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's 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 big brain, actually big brain. It's, it's like similar to like the the Popeyes like bring this in for like a week and remove it for like strat because. Like whenever you bring something for a limited time, the hype builds. Like and that's literally how they built the hype for the Popeyes chicken sandwich. Yeah. And then now it's like a permanent item. Oh man, dude! I just had my first one. Like I want a chicken sandwich. Month, yeah, a month and a half ago, maybe I had my first Popeyes chicken sandwich. I just because when the hype was happening, and everyone was like, "Oh, they're sold out everywhere," blah, blah blah. And I was just like, not about going through the hassle for a chicken sandwich. You know what I mean? Yeah. So then I finally got one like a month and a half ago, bro. And like rating, rating, you get a full rating analysis. It. That shit is top tier, man. Like, <laughs> really? Dude, I don't know what it is, bro. It's like, it's insane. Like, it's the perfect, like, crispiness, but it's, like, not dry. It's still, like, nice and juicy. And you got your little pickles. I'm a big pickle guy. I'm I, am I love, I love, I love me some pickles. pickles slap. And the yep. sauce, like, it's not too much. It's not too little. Like, it's it just tastes just right, man. I don't know what it is, but, like, as far as fast food chicken sandwiches, I feel like that is my favorite. You rate it over Chick Fil A? You rate it over Chick Fil A? Yeah. Chick Fil A's garbage, bro. Get that out of here. Damn. Whoa, whoa. Garbage. Whoa, strong words. Yo, garbage. Oh, shit. That's crazy. Okay. Okay, to me, I will agree 100%. The crispiness cannot be beaten at Popeyes. It can't be beaten. I, I've I've had multiple chicken sandwiches, like KFC, Chick-fil-A, you know, even Cane's. Popeyes chicken, way more crispy. I will say, though, that the spice from Chick-fil-A, I do appreciate way more. Like, the, I, it is not as crispy, but the flavor from Chick-fil-A takes it for me. Okay? It takes it for me. Also, Popeyes sauce, I, don't, I just kind of don't even put the sauce. I feel like I feel like it doesn't even need sauce. I don't, I'm not really a fan of the, either sauces. Like Chick-fil-A sauce kind of gets overwhelming. I'll eat it with fries, but like I don't really want to drench my sandwich in it and stuff. But yeah. 
Popeyes has this blackened ranch sauce. It's really good. Uh, it's probably dude. not good in a chicken sandwich, but like. No, I heard it is, dude. So yeah, I, was, I, I never tried it. Like, that. Everyone's that always like, you gotta get the blackened ranch. You gotta blackened ranch. Blackened ranch is so like, good. Yeah, I gotta try it, I guess. I haven't done it yet, but I'm gonna I gotta try leap. that too. But I've never I'll had I'll make the leap. I'm gonna make the leap. Somehow we started talking about chicken sandwiches. I don't know. I don't know either, but. Uh, speaking of chicken sandwiches, Rizzo, did, did I, did you come, I don't know if I took Chad there, but do you either oh, you guys remember oh, a place called Crack, Crack Shack? Shack? <gasps> Crack Shack. Yeah. You remember that place? I didn't, place? Man, I didn't have that. Dude, so that place. Yeah, remember I got like oh. eggs or tater tot or what else? I got like a bunch of stuff. Bro. And we I got tried, everything. Like, everything. We oh, got yeah. everything. That, and then that Sean P the just like slurped it all up when I was done eating. Sean got, Sean got, uh, <laughs> he got Mexican poutine. Which if you've had, if anyone from Cali, if you guys have our carne asada fries, it's similar to that, but with chicken. He got Mexican Ooh. poutine and he got a sandwich and he got like an app, like a biscuits appetizer. He literally devoured all of it, obliterated it. No, no, like Sean P. Master Feast. You can't beat the man when it comes to feasting. But man, Crack Shack <laughs> takes the cake for best chicken sandwich of all time. Like not even a question. Oh yeah, they have that like apple butter or what is that? That like butter? No, that's maple. The apple, it was maple the jeans, honey butter. The apple bottom jeans. The ap- oh boots with the fur, right? <laughs> with the fur. <laughs> Everybody looking <laughs> at her. <laughs> oh, god. All right. Oh god, we're getting a little too crazy here, bro. You know what I'm talking about? That was like apple butter or some. Something it it like was. That. I think it was called maple honey butter or maple honey butter. Yeah, yeah, yeah that sounds right. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> Man, <sighs> crack shag, baby. Crack Shack goes crazy, I guess. I gotta oh, yeah, look it, it up. It goes crazy. <laughs> look it up. Look, see if you guys have one near you. I think it's a Cali thing only, so shout out everyone else Probably on the East is. Coast. You get absolutely destroyed, kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <coughs> I'm dying. Okay. You good? I'm okay. Next topic. He's good. Uh, where were we? Lands? Is the next topic? Oh, we had yeah, this. Should we even cover this? Oh, uh, no, we didn't. Do we want skip? To, though? I think I skip it. Honestly, it's not even a big deal. I mean, like, let's. It doesn't even need more. Attention. Hey, it really doesn't. It really doesn't. But yeah, I don't know. It basically, no, let's talk about the lands. Uh, I'm dying. Yeah, let's talk about the lands. Fuck it. I'm dying. Okay, so La- land leak, Paul. Not really. So, uh, we're kind of just gonna bre- like just discuss generalized lands. Um, so, uh, you know, when do you think the next Rocket League land will be, Rizzo? Uh, dude. I don't know. Like, I'm assuming that they'll have one for Worlds. But at the same time, isn't, like, international travel still, like, barred? Like, you can't... Yep. Like, how are, how are they going to do it? Like, they, yep. they can't. That, that is what is, I think for sure is the biggest issue they have. Because, like, imagine trying to get a bunch of, uh, you know, minors plus 18-plus-year-olds uh, together in one area without putting any of them plus their families at risk of, of COVID. It's just, it's just too hard. Um, so I feel like, I feel like honestly, we're not going to see a land this year. In my opinion, I really don't think we will. Uh, I, yeah, if things, you know, get better towards the end, I don't see it happening in the summer. Like what, when is the season supposed to end? Like May or June? I don't see it happening that quick. I don't think there'll be one, maybe fourth quarter of this year, but like before then there's just no No shot until like vaccines are widely Mm -hmm. available to everybody and like everything's died down a bit. It's just Mm -hmm. not going to happen that soon. Right? Like. We might see some restrictions lifting, like, come, I don't know, April, maybe, June, July-ish. Like, yeah, probably, like, June, July. We'll probably see all the some restrictions vaccine, lifting right? and things happen. But, like, yeah, it's just there's no way they're going to have some big-ass international event. Like, uh, we'd be lucky if we see something like that by the end of the year. Yeah. yeah. Like, I hope we're wrong. 
<laughs> I yeah, just yeah. put that out there. Yeah, I, I miss lands. It's been it's it's fun at lands always with the boys. <clears throat> but yeah, oh, I, I think it all kind of just depends on if somehow like you know you get official uh, doctoral proof that you've gotten a vaccine, something like that. But um, well, you get a little proof of vaccination thing. Yeah, so I, I think I every think, player. Right? Yeah, they usually give you some sort of like doctor's receipt, like note thing that kind of shows you have it. Um, like for your employer, if you need to show them or anything. But uh, yeah, I think unless they like have proof of every single player that would get invited to the land actually having the vaccine, I don't think we would see a land. <clears throat> and that'd be way. I feel like that'd be way too hard to finish within just half a year. So I, I'd feel at least right what Chad said, like the fourth quarter. <clears throat> yeah. Um, and then the other thing I want to discuss is: Do you think that they're going to? If okay, if they get the vaccines on every player's right, do you think they're gonna do like a bubble type LAN where there's no only no no 100%. audience at all? Really, for sure. Yeah, hundred percent. Because if the, you're, if have you're, you seen the NFL at all or no? Okay, but the NFL's a different breed, bro. Okay, but, <laughs> the NFL's a different breed. Isn't it, but it's it's less of an audience though for Rocket League, which is like crazy because NFL is tens of thousands of people already in stands, and they're just well, they're just standing there with with masks around, right? I would I think, imagine it wouldn't even be like a, a vaccine thing. It would probably be more of like they have like a ballroom space or like an office space that they rented out with like all the land set up, right? And then mm-hmm. like minimal production, like they're not they're not having like a big arena or stage or anything because it's going to be only players. Mm-hmm. So they bring everyone in to like wherever they're going to have it. Everyone quarantines for two weeks and just scrims, I guess. Like I'm sure you can kill time because I I think uh, I think they're doing something like that in for PUBG right now in in Korea they're having an event and every every team that flew in is quarantining for like two weeks in their hotel and then they're doing like the event or whatever but yeah. it's not I don't think they're spectators it's not like the the whole normal thing it'll be just like wow, just playing crazy. online against each other to still have it like keep things moving you know what I mean so they're quarantining two weeks in advance for it. Yeah, I think they're, they're they're like they got there, and I think they have to quarantine for two weeks before, wow. and so they get there two weeks before the like event or whatever. Right? That's crazy. See, that's, that's another thing that would be even harder is if they're getting these. A lot, of, a lot of rock league players are still in school. Yeah. So I know they even even if they are yeah. doing online school, it's still going to be hard to get them over there. Do a two week like you have to have them for like three weeks. Yeah. If that's the case. Oh yeah. No, and for then, sure, it'd be like a pretty long process. Yeah. I saw and Chicago, also, if uh, you're saying. Uh, you? Uh, I was just looking at Chicago's comment. He said the problem is the NFL is an open stadium, not an arena. That's true. Um, but uh, if uh, I like, if you watch like yesterday's Buccaneers game and stuff, and even the Chiefs game, there's literally people like crowds of like literally a hundred next to each other. None of them are wearing masks. It's like it's not regulated really, and they're like allowed into the arena. And some arenas are closed. Obviously, it's a lot bigger area, so it's not going to be spreading as much. It's like a like it's not going to just you know bounce off everywhere. It doesn't spread through air. It's it's all. What's the term like um, droplets? Yeah, droplets. It's, that's how it spreads. So it's not going to spread through the air. But um, yeah, uh, the, it, it's just that the issue I'm mainly saying is like sometimes it's not regulated mask wise in the NFL. But yeah, anyway, keep going, Rizzo. What were you going to say? Um, honestly, I think I forgot. So <laughs> <laughs> thought it spread through five G towers, dude. <laughs> uh, I read I read something on Facebook. I don't know. Never mind. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I, I was just, I kind of just get all this info from my cousin who's a doctor. I just like talk to him and he just like tells me. Usually he goes in one ear out the other, but sometimes I listen. <laughs> sometimes I listen. Yeah. Uh, I think I was, I remember what I was going to say. Something along the lines of like, if you're trying to get like 
you were you were mentioning how like getting all these players vaccines and stuff and we we're talking about having spectators to this thing like how are you going to regulate if a spectator has a vaccine and stuff like that like if you're saying oh all the players have to have a vaccine to send them out and stuff like that you're going to get well i don't even know like uh 40 40 players or something like that all the and then like uh, the staff of like, and then NGE, if the oh, production yeah, companies are doing it, and Sonics, if, like if they go, there's gonna be so many people that need this vaccine, and then you're just gonna like throw in a bunch of people who just like spectators. It's like, what was the point of even giving the players yeah. like the vaccine? I mean, obviously you keep like them a bit safer, right? Yeah. But you know, still kinda, it's like still why, why throw them in yeah. with the rest of them? At that well, point? yeah, why that's even what I'm saying. They, there's not gonna be spectators if there is. There could there still is, be a land without spectators. Yeah, because yeah, I course. think someone mentioned in the chat that's like exactly how League did their worlds. They like brought everyone into the same spot, had them all in like a bubble quarantine for a couple weeks, and then did the event. Yeah, that's, that's so, probably I mean, the only, only yeah, like no reason. spectators, no you know none of that. Yeah, I mean, I, I would hope with no spectators as well. Um, but you know, I don't know. End of the year, maybe things will change. I doubt it, but yeah. Uh, I just, I just kind of hope for a land. But yeah, anyway. Um, next topic: pros and cons of orgs. Okay, uh, this is kind of this kind of covers like a lot. The main reason I kind of uh, wanted to discuss is I saw like NIP uh, buying Endpoint or a rumor of it from Shift, um, and I know NIP has been trying to get into this scene for a long time. Uh, and I actually think NIP is a pretty good org, um, you know, um, communication wise. I think I talked to them one time back when I was on Rogue, and they were actually pretty nice. But uh, the the main thing I want to brought the, they brought this whole subject up was because there has been a lot of past. Uh, bad communication between orgs and i don't think i should say the org names directly right rizzo That's, probably not maybe there were drag the ones, them maybe the ones that don't <laughs> exist anymore right are those fine not not probably. the third not you the talk, third you one. talking denial that one's hey, fine bro, you talk about no no i'm talking well i'll just say because orbit and market don't exist anymore but those are both uh orgs but I'll, i'm not going to say this next org that i'm going to discuss really quick but there was an org that um, I talked to back when he's, I was he's on... He's going to slip. He's going to slip. I'm not going <laughs> to slip. There was an org that I talked to back when I was on Rogue. Or no, I was I was Atelier. And uh, I was deciding between joining... Or me, Matt, and Turtle were deciding between joining Rogue or this team. And this this team was basically just having a huge ego. Like, mainly the owner. And, uh, you know, he, he was basically saying that you guys should join us because we're a tier one org. Joining any other org is just irrelevant and pointless. So you should take this pay cut in order to join an org that is better quality and has better uh, uh, recognition. That was literally their whole <laughs> argument. No exaggeration. That was their whole argument. Bro, and just say their names. Just I'm not saying their them, name. Please, no, I'm not, I'm not them. saying their name. I'm not orgs their name. are shady. They need to be dragged. Uh, okay, I mean, I'm uh, listen. Chat can decide for the name. I'm not saying it. Um, basically, this this org was so. So 100% certain they were a tier one org. And in my mind, I know the tier one orgs because I've watched a lot of League of Legends. I've watched a lot of CSGO. And I'm like, you are not a fucking tier one org, okay? <laughs> so um, I'm like, fuck off. I'm going to join Rogue. Rogue was actually a really good org. Uh, and, you know, they were being really nice to me. They were really nice to Matt, really good communication-wise. And I, we, were, we made a very good decision joining org, joining Rogue. Um, and, you know, I, I kind of want to let all the newer players in Rock League know, do not take a pay cut ever, ever for an org that says that they're a tier one org or that they're bigger or if you think they're bigger. It doesn't matter. Look at C9. For, fuck it. Look at C9, for example. C9 left the, it left the scene completely the moment Squishy left their team 
because they lost their content creator. They didn't. They didn't. They have. They had no uh, commitment at all to gimmick and torment or and fire for that for that matter. Um, and like that's just how the bigger orgs are. They prioritize winning. And if you're not, if you have a bad season, that they're gonna drop you. Like that's how the big orgs usually are. Um, unless unless you have like an actual decent org, you know. Like I feel like G two is a good example of a good org. NRG, obviously, I'm clearly some bias in that, but you know, I like both those orgs. I think both <laughs> orgs are awesome. Even Ocelot, I think, is a fantastic owner. I just from seeing his tweets, you could just tell he's an awesome owner. Um, but yeah, for for all the new players, anyone that's signing with a new org, because there's a lot of new players coming to Rockley, do not ever fucking sign. Unless you have a lawyer, one, to help you read through everything. Two, do not take a pay cut. If you can get more money, get paid. Get fucking paid. Get that bread, Get kid. that bait. Get that bread. And uh, do not give them any percentage of your Twitch revenue ever. Okay? Ever. Your Twitch revenue is yours and no one else's. Same with your YouTube revenue. It's different when it comes to, like, MCNs and stuff because you get ads, better ads. But do not give anyone, any org, any any percent of your money. Dude, if you... No. If, like, if an org tries to take any of your money, like, an org should be paying you. In what world would you ever sign something where they're now entitled to, like, your brand or, or your income? from things unrelated to fucking anything they do like what it's so stupid it's so stupid even even skins um like i remember i mean uh, rogue eventually fixed it in our next contract but there was like an issue where rogue got 100 percent of the of the of the revenue for decals um and and i I, we just thought that was unfair because it's like it's our we we literally got you guys into the game you know your org is in the game because of us being the team being an rcs so but they eventually fixed it they were like they're like yeah you're right that's fair rogue switched it so uh that's another thing decals don't let an org take 100 percent of the revenue for decals as well see that's that one's kind of weird for me at least in my head right because look at it like uh, like Counter-Strike, how they do stickers with player signatures, right? And mm-hmm. so then, like, players can earn money because they have, like, their actual item. Whereas, like, the Rocket League items, it's just it's just organization, like, branding. It's, it, it's not, you know, you're paid by the organization to represent them, but, it, like, that's not your brand. Like, you're, you don't own the org. You're not necessarily entitled to that. Well, I do see like you know you help it grow in that community because you're representing the organization and you're playing in the tournaments and doing really well and succeeding or whatever right i i don't know if you should necessarily be entitled to to like a percentage of that considering it's not your brand per se but then if they were to do player specific things then i think that would be kind of cool and and something you know obviously that you should be getting a percentage of but that's fair yeah I could definitely like yeah, I could see an org being cool with like giving you a cut because you are, you know, you're helping grow in, in this in this region, in this game, whatever it is. But I don't think you're necessarily owed it. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I agree. It's not like hundred percent that you that you need it, but like I feel like a little bit because because of like you being into RLCS, you know, you qualified and then this org picks you up. Maybe they for sure I would say deserve the majority. For sure. Mm-hmm. I would say you deserve maybe a, like at least twenty or less percent. Yeah, and uh, I mean, that's something the org can like be proactive on too, right? If they're like getting paid and like they're making a lot of sales through this game, they can be like, "All right, boys, like you guys are doing fucking really well for us. Mm-hmm. Here's a bonus, you know what I mean? And cut you a little check, slap it on top of the salary or whatever, you know what I mean?" I was just gonna say, I think Sonic does a, a really good job with this, and I don't know if any other games or esports do this, but Sonic takes a piece of that uh item revenue and they give it to players specifically sonics mm. will pay players and then if orgs have that in their contract the org will pay the player too so 
I'll just say I get paid from G2 and I get paid from Psionics. Mm-hmm. So it's like Psionics will give me uh, item money and then G2 gives me item money as well. Yeah, that's actually a really good way to do it. That way it guarantees players like security. Yeah. And Psionics yeah. has always been all, all, always about players. And that they is always true. Want yeah. Players to hold like the, the, the rights and the roster spots and they want them to get money and they want them to get paid. So it's really cool from them. So, <laughs> You know, as much as I, uh, you know, rip on Sonics, or, or at least, yeah, at least you know, maybe, maybe, Sonics, Shiz, maybe yeah. Shiz rips on Sonics a little bit. Uh, whoa, whoa, hello? Well, you can't just say I rip on them as if you don't. <laughs> Yo, what the fuck? Listen, just because I do it on stream and you don't me, doesn't but. mean that I'm the only one that gets thrown under the bus. <laughs> I mean, no, I, from I, my I rip on Sonics, too. Like, of course I do. But I just know my you rip on Sonics. Listen, Sonics I rip on the servers. Like I rip good, on the so. servers mainly. Okay, yeah, that is true, my true. priority. Servers, I will permanently, for the rest of my existence, rip on Sonic <laughs> or servers. <laughs> that's fair, I think. That's fair. I feel like we talked about some of this org stuff a couple weeks ago, didn't we? I uh, think we did, too. A little bit. Yeah, we did. I think we kind of discussed contracts mainly, like... Mm, like mm. more contracts so, yeah. so we didn't really get into this all too much it was the nip rumor of buying endpoint and it was something from shift right yeah shift ended up tweeting something out that said uh nip is talking to endpoint i think about buying them out and instantly i don't know if you saw this is but instantly the like endpoint one of the higher ups at endpoint was like this isn't true like he just quote tweeted it and he's instantly replied he's like this isn't true at all really and so yeah it was that. just like this weird thing and everybody was like oh okay <laughs> So it was kind of just like stopped right there. But that's one of those things is like, oh, is he like, I feel like if it was true, he wouldn't just, he just wouldn't say anything. It, it could also be one of those really bad situations where it's like maybe NIP went to the players first, which would be really bad. But I doubt NIP is that that's dumb. true. Yeah, I doubt NIP is that dumb because that would literally just be poaching. So try to um, poach him. Yeah. Uh, but I think NIP would be, uh, they, I mean, they've tweeted about Rockley before multiple times and they've like been trying to get into the scene. I'm, I'm surprised it's taking in this I, long. I don't, I don't think NIP is trying to get in the scene. They've been baiting it and trolling it this whole time and everybody, every single time. Ooh, just, just a little bit, please, please. Just a little crumb, please. NIP. <laughs> and it's like never, they, they just been baiting it for like three, four years. It's so, it's so annoying at this point. It's like, dude, sign a team or go away, you know? It's like why are you why yeah. are you just constantly tweeting this stuff trying to bait people? Get off our game! They literally want impressions, bro. They just want yeah, they just want the impressions from the Rock League. God, people. dude, everyone That's just it. wants Twitter impression. That's all girls want. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, the oh, next. Oh, wait, oh, I want to no, say you this. Go, you go, you go, yeah, so yeah, you, you go. were talking about uh, like you had a problem with a, a rogue. Uh, your item thing in the road contract or whatever. I think that's a really good sign of a good org. Is mm-hmm. and it's it's obviously something you can't tell right off the bat. Like as you're signing this contract, if you have a problem with your contract and it's like you know a kind of a minuscule thing or like something like that, most of the times a, a really good org will be like, okay, well let's fix it. Whereas like some somebody who might not be as great of an org would just be like, well you signed it, you know, sucks yeah. for you. It's like yeah. oh well, you know. And I've had this situation with G2 as well, where, like, if I have a problem at the contract, I'm like, oh, well, this kind of sucks. And then they're like, okay, well, let's fix it. And they've constantly done this throughout, like, I don't even know how long I've been signed, three years or something? Yeah, that's a oh, really good sign. Almost, good almost three and a half years, something like that. And, like, any time I had a problem, um, they would just be like, all right, let's fix it. Actually, it's almost four years now I'm thinking about Damn, it. Damn, that's actually kind of sick. Yeah. 
But they'll, they'll, they'll usually, a really good org will work with you to fix something. Even if your contract expires in a year and a half or something like that, they'll be like, all right, well, let's fix it now. And maybe we could adjust some other stuff and they, they'll try to do it. Yep. Yep. And bad that, orgs won't. Should be. <laughs> and if you're in this situation, obviously, you know, there are situations where it's like, oh, well, you know, maybe you did sign this, but it depends what you're asking for. Let's just keep that in mind. You can't just ask for anything. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, that's usually why most of the good orgs are kind of like, like people widely know them as good orgs. That's why they keep growing and stuff. Um, exactly. You could, just, you could just tell which ones are the good orgs usually. Yeah, I, I mean, feel, even, I feel though, like, even the one you uh, didn't want to name from before, uh, like, dude, they are known by in so many different games just mm -hmm. across the board. Like, they have done so many things that yep. are super shady. Scummy. And have taken advantage of countless players. And there are so many scenarios where it's just like, and if you like ever hear about stuff like that or read up on them or like anything like that with any org, that should be an instant red flag of even like signing with them or even considering it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, no, 100%. That, that org is, uh, I, even, from C, uh, even from CS, you can kind of just tell that org was, was shady uh, just from the way they treated their team. But uh, moving on to another org that uh, no longer exists, Orbit. Um, though back in the day, I used to sub, I think season two, I was like in school. So I subbed for Garrett, Moses and Turtle and, uh, at LAN, they got like first rounded, I think, or something. Oh, and you, you, we hundred percent talked about this in, in a previous week, but go yeah. on. Did we really? Yeah, we yeah. did. But go on. Uh, okay. This is we, can, anyway. we can go again. Yeah. The, the moment, the moment they lost, uh, like after, after, right, literally right after they were walking back to the player lounge and like they get stopped by the two like CEOs of Orbit and they're like, yeah, we're going to have to uh, give you guys a cut. <laughs> we, you know, we can't be paying you, uh, you know, this amount of money. We're going to need to cut it down by like at least a couple hundred, five hundred thousand dollars. <laughs> so uh, that was, that's so like, that's so like degrading. Too, it's to so like, demoralizing. It, right after you lose too. And then you're just like, oh, great. That's awesome. Immediately like, what are you after. Gonna... You probably I mean, have bro, such I a bad mindset. I would have done. But, you know. What would you have done, Chalice here? Let's not go there. <laughs> yeah, you don't. No, I love to hear it. I love oh, to hear it. Oh, man. Oh, <laughs> I would have taken, taken every fiber in my being to not just smack the shit out of that dude right there. First of all, the disrespect. <laughs> Second of all, we have a fucking contract. Unless in that contract there's something that says, like, anyone any party is is allowed to terminate like whatever there's always usually a, a notice a certain amount of time you have to give notice like legally i don't even think you can do that to my pay unless it's in the contract which i would have read which i wouldn't have been okay with in the first place yep but i would have been like no like if you want to fucking break this contract we're breaking this contract i am fucking taking you down boy. Like, <laughs> ain't nobody ever gonna work with you again I mean that org literally yeah, got taken down. So. Drag him, drag him. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Don't get me started, Man. bro. I got There's nothing worse than that. It just feels like so elitist to do that. No, that's so shitty. That's it so really shitty. Is. Uh, horrible. Horrible. Especially because the they're all like, is, is like a lot of times the org will be like, well, okay, now this isn't like a common thing, but a lot of times the person giving the contract would be like well it's you know you signed it it makes so much sense but what if i'm like turtle who is it turtle Moses and garrett yeah well there's like well you signed it you know it's like <laughs> it's your contract you that's signed what i'm it. saying like i can imagine moses doing just that just be right like, moses, moses, moses would be like uh 
uh, uh you, you do realize you signed it, right? <laughs> That's exactly <laughs> like, uh, what are you talking about? Do you know how long, how long did you guys stay with them after that? It, literally, the team disbanded right after we left. Oh, okay. after the land. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, after the land, the team disbanded. Garrett joined NRG, and um, me, Turtle, Matt formed Rogue, and Moses went to Selfless. And that was, yeah, that was everything that happened. That was, that was the good old days. King Moses. You, you know, you know, speaking of Matt, you know, Matt's, uh, Matt's been playing Rock League again. He's been, he's been, I've, he's been messaging me and I've been coaching him, like actually trying to help him get better. No really? cap. Yeah. He said he's trying to go pro again. And I was like, bro, I got you. I'll teach you anything you need. That, just, that is weird. It's actually, it's actually so sick to see him playing again. I was like, bro, hell yeah. And I, he, he didn't know about Arrow, right? Or like, he didn't know about, uh, like, you know, I, I don't, like when you hold R2, he didn't know how to do flipper sets. And I was like, bro, just let go of R2 because, like, it makes you drive on the ball and it fucks up your flipper set and stuff. And I was like, bro, just let, I was teaching him all this stuff. And he's, like, learning these new mechanics. And he's, like, actually enjoying the game again. And I was like, bro, hell yeah. Matt, Matt's, Matt's has a better mentality. He's Matt's looking good. Matt's back, baby. I'm like, Matt's back, you know? I'm like, fuck yeah. This, I love seeing him play again. Sick. Um, I don't know if you want to talk about this, but I'm highlighting. <laughs> Giga scam? That was the Giga scam. No. I mean, I know know there was some shade with them, but, like, because it was like, I experienced it, but what is the Giga scam? Yeah, I don't know. There's no, I didn't know what else to put. I just wanted to put something to summarize, then that's it. I don't think they had a Giga scam. There was just, like, general shadiness. Yeah, well, that's kind of what I meant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, whatever you want to talk about. Oh, well, do you want to mention it? We do they still have That's all you. That's all you. Why well, don't? Okay, well, it's just, literally he just put a note that says "mock it giga scam," <laughs> but I don't know about their giga. Scam. I don't know the either. Thing... I thought there was something that happened with you. That's why I just wrote it for you. That's it. No, there. I I didn't have. I actually didn't have any like bad blood with mock it. I was cool with them even after the fact too. Like, oh really? The thing with mock it is, I I never. I don't think I, I never signed anything with them. It was more so just like a handshake and they just mm-hmm. paid me every month. And yeah, I mean, at some point it was just like, all right, well, I think, you know, we just separate. We just go our other ways. And that was basically how it happened. Um, but I didn't have the only shady thing I know they did was when they tried to poach Greasy, I think. After a land with Flipside. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I think you're oh, right. wasn't lucky like, like sitting like down with him. Yeah. Something like that. Dude, and then uh, like something like that. There's like some tweet, and then Greasy like roasted the shit out of him because he's yeah, like trying to talk some, about a some contract or something. And yeah. there's like a tweet about him burning the contract or something like that. <gasps> yeah, a, it was like on a candle oh. or something, and he like burned it. I don't know. Bro, you look really shocked right now. My headset died. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Hold on. <laughs> Dude, the, the nostalgia from that result, oh my god. I literally remember Greasy doing that, and it was like always trending all over Twitter and everything because he did that. Yeah. That was it was so such a, it was such a weird thing though. It was weird. Uh, I, you know what's funny? I, I can literally imagine how Greasy talks, like just talking shit about Lucky in my head. Like it's just so funny to me. I, I don't know. I'm just like imagining how you know his accent. Yeah. Just, just how he would cut, like cut someone out. I'm just thinking about it. It's just funny to me. <laughs> just a drunk Greasy is all I'm thinking. Um. All right. Well, you know, shout out Mocket for not giggy scamming. My bad about writing that. Wait, do you remember? I mean, Mocket. Like, I don't think they ever really did anything shady with us. And, like, I was always very, like, you know, like, talking to Lucky, like, making sure things were good. 
But were you with me? I think it might have been you, Rod Rizzo. I lo five might have been with us too at, at uh PAX. At PAX East. Yeah. Did, you, did we go over to that Airbnb together? Were you with us? I don't think so. When I went to PAX, this is actually really quick. PAX was where I realized like I had anxiety. I remember the first day I was there, I had like an anxiety attack and I had no idea what was going on. Like I thought I had the flu. Oh, I was really confused. Yeah. yeah. And so anyway, I don't know what you're talking about, but yeah, I, me, I, you I think it was low that. five. I think it was low five. We like went over to Lucky, like where he was staying at like an Airbnb. And this dude like he owed us like for months already. Like he he didn't pay us yet. And he was like, I got you, I got you, I got you, you know, you know. And then finally when we went to PAX, we were like he's like, Yeah, come come to the Airbnb real quick. Like, I got you guys. I told you I would. It's when we were picking up jerseys, I think. And we, we that, that would up, make sense. We picked up the jerseys and then this man like Pulls out an envelope of fucking cash, bro. Like, <laughs> not chump change because he owed me like two grand. I think he owed Love Five more as as well as I think he owed you guys stuff. I don't know if he paid you then, but I, he, I think I got paid on time every time. He just pulled it out and was like, bah, 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 <laughs> Jesus bah, Christ. Bah, I, I, I owe you how much? Bah, bah, bah. Here you go. Uh, it was like, I mean, like, it was kind of weird, but I was did, down, you know what I mean? Did that man hit, yeah, like, get massive get on Bitcoin? Okay, yeah, yeah that's, like, the other shady giga... I feel like if there's any giga scam, it involves, like, this. Like, apparently, Lucky was associated with some sort of, like, Chinese Bitcoining operation. I remember there was a link that got passed around, the Rocket League scene. I think like, I saw that, too. Way I, back I don't then, know. it was, like, articles about him, like, all this stuff. Apparently, he was involved in some, like... S some giga scam like bitcoin <laughs> operation in china or something dude like there was like dude yeah i don't know bro talk about a giga scam though no wonder like how, how do you think he was bankrolling this org dog that's what i'm saying is like dude i think this man had to have been farming bitcoin and like he was just in it since the beginning and this man just hit millions off that and then he moved to china that's, no that, that's what he had told me he was just he's saying like that's why he's like that's why my name's lucky because i got lucky with bitcoin or something like that i i don't know i just assumed he bought it when it was very very cheap because yeah. at the time we were talking to him like around that time bitcoin was probably like a thousand two thousand dollars yeah and if, uh, yeah. yeah it was probably less honestly like less than a thousand to be honest yeah, I think it was At that like, time. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember exactly. <clears throat> but no, he, like he was like involved heavily in like some some Chinese Bitcoin thing. Like he was over there like doing stuff. I don't know, man. I don't really have all the information, but dude, we gotta get we gotta get Navid on this podcast to have discuss cryptocurrency for everyone and inform <laughs> inform everyone. He just go we get we get Naveed and James. Yeah, we get Naveed and James bot, and there's just a political crypto argument for an hour. That's easy, easy content, <laughs> easy content. <laughs> oh man, that'd be a good idea. Definitely. All right. Well, I think that's the biz. That's all. That's, that's all we got. Biz. That's the biz. That's all we I got. Think that's the biz. But who does who does Bert, bro? That's disgusting. <laughs> You know, Whoa. Uh, even even Fickle said Lucky was indeed invested in Chinese blockchain. Did I ever tell you guys one time I ended up in a pet house with Dead Mouse and Lucky? What? I remember that. No, actually, I that was one of the coolest things. Uh, I don't remember why I wasn't able to go, um, but I was invited to Dead Mouse's house with Lo5, and Lo5 went there and he did a stream from Dead Mouse's house. 
Yeah, I, I, I don't remember. I don't remember why I didn't go, but there yeah. was yeah. Oh my something god, there. that's right. The market crew went over there. Yeah, the, exactly. The market crew did. That's crazy. I forgot about that because I was gonna go, but then I right. didn't go for. I couldn't go for some reason. I forget I, why. I don't remember why. Either. I, I, I can't I remember why. Yeah, I couldn't go. Damn, that's so dude, weird. you missed out on Dead Mouse's house. That's crazy. Well, that's like I completely. I I can't believe I forgot about that too. Because then Same. like. A, a few years down the road, me and Deadmau5 like are, we we became homies through like a bunch of PUBG shit, and he fucking invited me to come over, but I couldn't go again because. But he yeah. straight up, he just loves having people over in his mansion, I guess, <laughs> yeah. bro, in Canada. I, yeah, I, I yeah. hella want to go. I got his phone number, bro. I'm not bragging or anything. You know, <laughs> I can text him whenever I want. You know? No, man. oh, that's why I think I couldn't go. I, Jed, did you have a passport back then? Oh. Have a passport. We no, both yeah. didn't have one. That's yeah, it. It was in one. Canada. We got them. We got them for Amsterdam. Oh, I think. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's why. That Dang. Because it was Unlucky, like last minute dude. too, and there's no you couldn't get it expedited. Yeah, it was super last minute. Yeah. That, that would have so been cool, weird. man. Now, I can't believe I forgot about that. That's so weird. I'll text him for you sometime, bro. I'll set it up. I'll, I'll go oh, out yeah. there and kick it. Me, I got you. Me and him aren't cool like you, you two. So I appreciate it. Get, get low five back out there, Lucky. <laughs> oh, man. All right. All right. That's the biz? That's the, That's biz. the biz? That's the biz. That's the biz. Yes, sir. Hey, thank you for coming by. You know, we love you guys. Sorry we've been away for a couple weeks, four, three, four weeks now. Um, you know. Still trying to still trying to work on fixing my breathing. Uh, you know, once that's back together, probably be a lot more consistent. But yeah, you know, any last words you guys want to leave the viewers with and the yes. audio listeners? If you are listening on Spotify or Apple Podcast, where the biz is available, be sure to check it out live on twitch.tv slash siz, S-I-Z-Z. We do it every Monday. Well, most Mondays. We took some days <laughs> off, some weeks off. We typically do it on Monday at 6.30 PST is when we do it. If you want to watch it live, see our beautiful, well, my beautiful face and these guys. <laughs> check it out live, twitch.tv slash siz. And if you're listening uh, on one of the podcast apps, we appreciate you guys. Be sure to leave a good review or a bad one if you didn't like it. You know, just be honest. You know, help us out. Yeah, let us know what we could do better. That's good, you know. All right, Rizzo, anything you want to say? And that's the beast. That's the beast. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, boys. Good night, dudes. See you guys next time, chat. Peace.